0: Hello, everyone. This is Ian Robertson. Hey, welcome to Living Beyond Limits. Today, we're going to continue the conversation of what things do we need to do to evoke change and get us moving in the right direction. And we know that hopelessness, as we talked about in our last podcast, can keep us certainly stuck. And if anything, it's not moving in the direction of forward momentum or moving forward. Hopelessness is what keeps us in the past. Hopelessness is what keeps us stuck. Hopelessness is, in itself it creates its own form of energy. Where your focus goes, energy flows. And when you think about your focus feeling hopeless and feeling that things are not possible, where focus goes, energy flows, that type of focus only creates an emotional state that goes along with it, such as uh, sadness, depression. It can lead to anxiousness, fear, all kinds of things that get in the way of us moving forward. Today, I want to talk something around something that's a little bit more kind of forward movement or forward momentum. It's how do we actually move ourselves forward with hope. You know, hope actually is something that actually requires you to invest in it. It requires you to have some form of what we call act. A, standing for accept your thoughts and feelings. C, connect to your values. And T, Take effective action. In order to find hope, hope starts with action. It means taking the necessary steps to move towards a life that makes your heart kind of sing. It makes your heart move. It makes you want to um, create change and improve your life situation. And, and it creates action steps that have a commitment and a certain desire to achieve when we think about all the different possibilities of how do we get action going, oftentimes when folks feel hopeless, they struggle to even think about how do I make a step. But we know when you start to shift your thinking and move towards action steps, even slight action steps, even slight changes, even slight movements, many things start to grab momentum. Hey, listen, a snowball, if you keep rolling, it becomes a big, big pile of snow. It takes movement, it takes effort, and it takes energy. But how do you get hope? Hope is actually established by creating it. And, you know, you have to create the changes within yourself and the steps to making this change happen in order to create hope. Hope does not happen by no movement. It doesn't happen by being sedentary, and it doesn't happen with no commitment. And so if we start to look at, you know, kind of what things in our lives do we want to create hope with? Well, first of all, we have to accept our thoughts and feelings. Right now, fighting our thoughts and feelings. Fighting um, our our thoughts and embracing the thoughts and feelings of not being able to achieve, not being able to get out of our situation, not being able to remove ourselves out of our sadness. Rather than fighting it and resisting it, accept it. Accept the thoughts, accept the feelings for what they are, and then start to connect to values that are going to move you in the direction of some form of actional change. You know, we look at the things that we value in life. First of all, many folks that feel hopeless are alone. When you, when you live in a hopeless state, you isolate. When you live in a hopeless state, you disconnect and you withdraw. People that are trying to get out of that state and move towards hope, they actually have to connect. It's in connection, it's in relationship, it's in being with others that we start to find hope, find strength, and find the abilities to move our lives forward. We don't actually uh, grow in isolation. All of us grow in connection and relationship. When we think about the values that we have of what type of relationships we want to build, we want to think about what sorts of relationships are important to us. How do we want to find relationships that give us meaning and give us inspiration? What personal qualities do we want to develop within ourselves and what 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 types of personal qualities can we grow from others? And we pick people around us that are that are people that are stronger than us can provide us encouragement and strength and inspiration and can bend to our lives that has profound effect on our belief and our capacity. To, to kind of keep moving forward when we have these types of inspirations around us in others. You know, when we start to look at not just our our values for relationships, then we have to look at other values in our life that kind of give us strength and encouragement. Whether some people like to think about not just um connecting in relationships, we're also connecting to other things that give us hope and inspiration and, and help us to feel that we have value in our lives. And it may be things such as enhancing knowledge, volunteering. It might be things such as employment, all different types of kind of areas of, of connections that are outside of personal, personal relationships, but relationships in other areas of our lives you know, when we start to develop our mind and self-develop ourselves, and certainly that provides us a spark of encouragement. When we when we connect with others, potentially, you know, it's kind of interesting having a job is a job, but actually what we get from employment is actually more than just a job. We get connections, we get relationships, we get a place to get up every morning and go to that gives us potentially meaning and, and ways for us to kind of um, live our lives out beyond just kind of lives with no purpose and no meaning. So it certainly does add so much more to what we can achieve in our life and building leis- leisure into our life. If we want to find kind of hope and inspiration, then we need to find things in our lives that are meaningful. You know, there's lots of ideas of ways of how we can play and relax and stimulate ourselves in in ways that, in, you know, allow us to feel that we're alive inside, in ways that we find enjoyment and pleasure when we think about this, we also look at things such as hobbies and sports and artistic pursuits and creativity and all kinds of really interesting ways of having recreation, fun, and possibly even things that you know mentally stimulate our minds and our creativity. But also, you know, we think about um, our leisure connections, they're also the things that add another layer of purpose to our lives. Certainly super, super meaningful, very important. You know, as we look into, um, looking again, considering with the idea of how do we stimulate hope, we also find that hope begins when we start to find hope and love. And that means that we let people that we, you know, uh, wanna help us and and wanna support us, we let them into our lives. Oftentimes, um, sharing our our deepest desires with people that you love and people that can um, help you on your journey. There's so much strength in the we. Oftentimes we call this, uh, where where does the I become we with somebody else? And this is called the renaissance of of our connection. You know, when we consider um, the idea that we need to help and be helped as much as, um, you know, there's a giver and a receiver. And We certainly want to receive love from others, but we also want to give it. And and we find hope in love and in the exchange of love, whether we we receive it, which is often hard for many, or give it. But it's in that experience that hope can be found and and certainly another dimension to sparking our, our, our encouragement to move forward. And then we also find, listen, hope in giving. You know, many people have incredible talents, it never ceases to amaze me in my whole um, working in, in, as a therapist for so many years and working with different types of population groups, whether I work in substance abuse, whether I've worked in mental health, whether I've worked with homelessness, whether I've worked with professionals or uh, professionals in agencies that are service providers or in my private practice. It is amazing the gifts and talents that people have. Everybody is born with so many unique unique abilities, and gifts. And it is an incredible opportunity when we can give times to our talents and the treasures that we carry within us, and that we can turn these treasures and we can turn these talents uh, attention to somebody else, and that through that, we can provide and give um, our abilities and our gifts and our talents to others, and in creating hope in others, and creating purpose and, and possibilities, and and potential strengths. Gratitude is an interesting, also, concept. You know, if you listen to uh, specifically any conversation that people have today, there's not a lot of positive in the world. There's not a lot of positive through media. There definitely is not a lot of positive when in, in many work environments, which is, you know, um, when we talk about the downsizing of work environments, sometimes people are really affected by this. Family systems and even peer groups. And so I, I want to actually extend this a little farther that it's it important that, that we in ourselves find ways to build our own inner gratitude. Gratitude is the ability to look into anything and be able to say, what am I grateful for? If you take maybe the people in your life you struggle the most and possibly have impacted you, uh, certainly if you had to reflect on on all the ways you may be grateful for them. If you think about the many gifts and talents that you have within yourselves that you might not recognize, but oftentimes our inner narrative, our inner narrative has many negative aspects, faults and failings and shortcomings, and things that we tell ourselves about ourselves, about where we maybe have these limiting beliefs and these limiting beliefs that I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm worthless. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not able to be Uh, maybe potentially a good person or grow or whatever. These are all limiting beliefs. If we actually turned around and reflected on all the things we have to be grateful for from our past and our present and our future and things we have to be grateful for within ourselves, this has incredible power to shift the way we think and see the world. It creates a new lens. It creates a lens through gratitude that leads us closer to hope and also pleasurable emotions that shifts us, shifts us out of our negative state. You know, when we start to find other areas of hope that can strengthen us, you know, it's also the ability to have hope and trust, believe in yourself and others to be a life changer in a world and in potential, even a world changer. You have the power to make things better and different And you have to have the trust in yourself to believe in yourself that you can actually do that. And then as we move forward, again, once we start to build the power of of action and finding hope in love and maybe in knowledge and finding hope in giving and gratitude and trust, then we also find hope in intuition. And that's the intuition is the voice that will guide you, the inner voice inside of you that will lead you um, in your journey. And guide you to whatever direction, um, you know, hope wants to take you. Oftentimes we say don't get attached to outcome. Just let your journey be and follow your inner voice and your intuition to where that takes you. And then also looking at hope and change. And the only constant in this world is change. Go with the flow and experience all that the change has to offer you as we, we explore the possibilities of change in our life you know, you know. sometimes we see change as a negative thing. But change, even if it seems to be negative, is a way that it builds us, it strengthens us, it creates resiliency. Some of the most resilient people I've experienced in my life are people have come through some significant human suffering. But in their human suffering, it has allowed them to become incredibly resilient. It's allowed them to become, um, certainly, incredibly um, strong within themselves. And so if we think about how we can, kind of allow our experiences to lead us and help us to grow from the inside out. There's many possibilities and and things that we can find through hope by, by how we look into our own lives and the world around us and how we've grown from these experiences. And then the other thing, too, to find hope, we have to start letting go. You know, we have to let go. One of the biggest things that gets in the way of hope, without a doubt, happens to be fear. Fear has an interesting way of keeping all of us feeling quite trapped. Fear keeps you not, um, it keeps you immobilized, it keeps you paralyzed. Fear stops you from leaning into possible changes and opportunities you have in your life. Sometimes people stay in conditions and situations that feel hopeless, hopeless but they stay there because they fear What might happen if they try to change? They fear that whatever happens will be worse. Their situation, their condition will worsen or possibly have a a bad outcome. And I tell you that nothing will change. You can never find hope if you're not prepared to let go of fear. And letting go of fear means leaning into it. Leaning into potentially things that you're fearful of changing in your life and starting to make um, the changes by, by kind of saying, you know what, I need to go through this. I need to figure this out. You know, we're talking about letting go of your sadnesses, events and things. How do you start to kind of look within yourself and say, look, anything that happens in the past is going to keep me in that emotional state in the past. And I need to kind of let go of some of that. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily, it's going to go away. You have a hippocampus in your brain that remembers with detail and a thalamus the sight, smell, touch, taste and hearing and the imagery and the events of all that's happened in your life. But what it does do is it helps you come to terms that you don't stay back there and that by letting go and moving yourself into the present and forward, it doesn't hold you back anymore. Letting go of whatever keeps you stuck and trapped in the past so that you can be present allows you to have the space and create space so that you can move forward. And then all of this is finding hope in the least expected places. You can always predict where you will find hope. Or so you can't always predict who you're going to find hope uh, or who might who might give it to you. You have to be able to have kind of an open heart and and be ready uh, for hope and, and allow it to kind of come into you um, in places you don't expect. Sometimes it's through relationships. Sometimes it's through experiences. Sometimes it's through uh, Things that you do that, you know, we experience in somebody else's life. There's so many things. So, you know, as there's no proverb said, that he who has health has hope and he who has hope has everything. You know, so in short, what do we need to do to kind of build this hope? Well, just as a concluding, hope is the means to a meaningful life. Hope is the means for us, whatever our realities and our conditions are, whatever we have and how we can live our life. With hope, we can live it in the most meaningful way. You know, to pay attention now as we think about this purpose, that we become somewhat of a diffusion, that we can able to diffuse our negative thoughts and things that get in the way of our hope. Start to recognize your thoughts, your images, and memory, and start to notice it for what they are, just words and pictures, and allowing them to come and go as you please without fighting them, running away from them or giving them more attention than they deserve. When you have thoughts that get in the way of you moving forward, just notice them, be with them, and let them come and go. Don't fight them. It's like a door. you got a front door and you got a back door. Just let it pass through. Start to think about your purpose and building an expansion within you, making room for your feelings, your sensations, your urges, and allowing them to come and go as they please. Don't fight them running from them or trying to avoid them or give them an undue attention. Just allow them to have room to feel and experience and then build your connection, bringing your full awareness to the here and the now and the experiences of openness, interest and receptiveness, focusing on engaging fully with whatever you're doing. And this is a process of really starting to reflect into yourself mindfully. And you know, Lastly, if you can put ACT into your life like we started this podcast with, ACT is really about A, accept your thoughts and feelings, don't fight them, be with them. C, connect to your values and ensure that your values are the values that move you forward, the values in relationships, the values in meaningful hobbies, activities, employment, knowledge, the things that we know that we build our lives around. The things that we actually structure our lives around. And hope has a structure. And hope doesn't happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen in isolation. It happens through movement. It happens through connection. It happens through intentional actions that you do. And connect to these values. And then also to take effective action soon. All of this will bring us into balance. A hopeless life is an unbalanced life. A life that's full of hope has balance It has balance in all the areas that we've discussed. In summary, just to conclude this off, where do you find hope? In action, you find hope in love. Love yourself and connect to yourself in this journey. That you are able to live love out for yourselves and helping others out. Find hope in your gaining knowledge and information and education because knowledge is power. And that also is a source of, of building mental hope and mental capacity for your 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 journey in life, finding hope and giving. You know, the more we can take our talents and our gifts and our abilities and give them away to others and make a difference in somebody else's life, we create hope and gratitude and being grateful and noticing all the experiences we had in our past. And even though they were horrible ones, reflecting it with gratitude and how they've helped you grow and become the person you are. Even your gratitude for those in your life today and finding hope and trust and believing in yourself and others uh, to be life changers in the world and that you become a world changer and that there's power uh, and that you have specifically power also to make things better and make things different in your life. And then hope and intuition is to follow that inner voice wherever it leads and guides you believe in it and, and find hope and change that change is always constantly happening and go with the flow of the experiences and all that change has to offer and embrace it rather than fight it and find hope and letting go, letting go of things that keep you trapped, mostly fear, sadness, and your anxiety. And these other things that hold you back from becoming the person you want to be give space and let hope in as long as we, we, uh, we we create the space by letting go of fear, sadness, and all these other um, unwanted emotional uh, experiences, and find hope in the last, in the least uh, expected places. And every bit of our journey, moment by moment, um, step by step, notice and notice what's around you. Notice what you can grow from. Notice the experiences, and keep an open heart, and be ready for hope to surprise you. Thank you very much. I hope this podcast has been helpful and i um i look forward to the next time we connect uh and which we'll be talking a little bit more moving in the direction of looking at um, starting the journey of looking at trauma and specifically I'm going to do a whole series on trauma which will look at the neurobiology it's going to look at trauma and how it kind of gets in the way of our past traumas of how we live our life out today and how many parts of our past traumas that are unintegrated play a part in our life today and how do we move past these unintegrated parts that reenact in our day-to-day lives and impact our lives and how we can actually live lives of meaning and purpose and be Begin to live lives beyond, far beyond our traumatic experiences of our past, our unwanted experiences of our past, and our painful experiences of past, so that we can uh, live and thrive and, again, continue to be on the journey of living beyond limits. Have a great day. This is Ian Robertson. Take care.